Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Don't let his bark fool you. Roy has a softer side, too. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So how much did that move cost, Mr. Butts? What exactly did you move from Toronto to Ottawa? I'm not going to let go of that. What exactly did you move? How much furniture do you have? What cost 100000 bucks to move from Toronto to Ottawa, Mr. Butts? You know, this is very frustrating. I know I, I asked you whether you... And I, I'm going to go back to your calls in five seconds. And the question is... Who do you have more faith in, Prime Minister Trudeau or Premier Brad Wall? 800-263-2428. We will take it where it goes. We will take it where it goes. I have an idea where it's going. Just have an idea. Mike in Calgary. Hey, Mike, thank you for the call, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Thanks for taking my call. It's my pleasure. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Premier Walls in this one. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Yes, sir. I had moved to, uh, being from Calgary, I had moved to uh, Ontario during the 80s, mid-80s. And uh, the flavor of the day for the environmentalists back then was acid rain. I remember. And uh, what tweaked my mind was the election of Donald Trump and this carbon tax looming here. And uh, back in that issue, it was uh, President Reagan that really didn't want anything to do with the uh, issues of the acid rain, where it was uh, the government of Brian Maroney that actually launched a massive study. So it's been going on for a long time. It's 30, 35 oh, years, right? Well, so one of the, one of the questions, I'm sorry, Mike, uh, Mike, one of the questions. The destruction yeah. were coming from uh, the Ameri- Americans, uh, the manufacturing sector of the American economy, and they were traveling north, uh, just east of Chicago, across the Great Lakes, east of Toronto, and traveled up the Ottawa Valley to Atlantic Canada. So I, I think what we're having here is we're going to have Canadians paying emissions on American, or paying tax on American emissions. Oh, there's going to be so much uh, gray area where, where they, they have no idea who's going to be paying for what. They have no idea who's going to be, except that you and I and everybody in this country will be paying more and receiving less. I know they they talk about hundreds of thousands of new jobs a year from now. How many new jobs do you think we're going to be talking about? And and if there are new jobs, they'll be pointing to the pipelines and saying, see, uh, Premier Notley, the other day, 15,000 new jobs because of the pipeline, right? So the the, the item that many of the... Many of the politicians despise um, the pipelines. Is what they point at as being a job creator because it's Alberta, but other people are going. No, no, it is. It is a mess. And I'm going to say what I said earlier, Mike. There's only one reason this country's a dollar in debt, and that is because our money's been mismanaged. The prime minister said he was going to run a deficit of ten billion dollars a year. We're already over thirty billion for this year. 
Oh, the first year that he's in office. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. And ultimately, the bill's going to be on your table. You know, I've, I, I would love for Premier Wynn, Premier Notley, um, Prime Minister, to just call in. Not to talk to me, but to talk to everybody listening now. Talk to people across this country who are listening. Make the case and be ready for some questions, not just from me, but from callers. Make the case. Paul in Edmonton. Hey, Paul, thank you for the call, sir. Hello, Paul. Yes, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, being on the air. Uh, I just want to make a brief point now because you pretty well covered what, what I was going to I'm cover sorry. there. But uh, basically, I'm really concerned about the impact of these uh, green uh, taxes on our economy, and I don't think it's very well thought out. And it looks like we're using, we're losing some of the momentum of the uh, partnership that would happen in Europe recently. Uh, and uh, like uh, if you get a backing, uh, the big changes in the U.S. and in Australia. But I'd like to say one other thing, and that is the the uh, common sense with this pipe thing. Because if you take the Canada East Pipeline, there is a, a ready market for Canadian oil. And like you said, that oil is now being shipped in by tankers, and no one seems to be concerned about that. Nobody's, nobody's complaining. There's nobody in the, in the Montreal port complaining about the oil tankers coming in from, uh, from, the, from, from, from the Middle East. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. Where's Elizabeth May? Exactly. So, But the other thing about Canada East Pipeline, where I have... Where I haven't heard anyone talk about, which I think is, it, it, it's well, basically a fact. Aside from the fact that it's a natural harbor there, it's tidewater and it's deep ocean. Yeah. The the other thing is that this pipeline is already existing. There's two thirds of that pipeline is already underground, and it's already there. So from a green point of view, two thirds of the cost of that pipeline is really being saved on. And even the green people are not mentioning that. And that's something I'd like to... Yeah, no, that's true. Paul, I thank you for the call. Most of that pipeline is built, isn't it? Brad Wall or Justin Trudeau? Al is in Edmonton. Al, go ahead, please. A lot of representation today from Alberta. I'm not surprised. Afternoon. Oh, this John. Yes, I I agree with Brad Wall's opinion of uh, going for all the pipelines going forward, and uh, all the carbon tax people, they seem to remind me of a, a group of people on the sidewalk yelling up to the guy on the building, which happens to be the person paying the taxes to jump. Yeah. Are you, are you angry, or are you just sort of giving up? No, I'm not too happy about it. i make sure you can hear me. But no, it's... Uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a question that I'm asking is... Oh, are, are you are you angry or are you are you giving up? Because a lot of people, oh, no, I'm not I'm not giving up. So what are you going to do? I don't know. You have to make your voice heard. I know that's the challenge, isn't it? It is because they have the megaphone, they have the floor, they have the microphone, and they say they have the uh, they have the uh, they have the authority and they have the mandate to make the decisions that they want to make. But the mo- my argument is that the moment a, a political party goes into office and breaks a fundamental promise, then they've 
they have compromised their right to make decisions going forward. Once they break a fundamental promise, they've compromised their right to make decisions going forward. There is so much wrong with this concept of a, of a national carbon tax. Never mind the fact that the Prime Minister has not conducted an economic impact study. Why wouldn't you want to do that? 800-263-2428 is the number. 800-263-2428. Denny Coderre and the uh, mayors in Montreal got away with it. They got away with it. They said, no, Energies is not coming through here, and that's that. And um, nobody's protesting in, in Montreal, as we said. Nobody protests the tankers coming up the St. Lawrence River. And we're all, we're, a lot of people are saying, well, what are you going to do? We're going to have the carbon tax. What are you going to do? It's probably good for the world, good for the planet. That's what a lot of people are saying. But I don't hear a great deal of conviction behind that. Because when you dig an inch down into people's viewpoints, when you dig an inch below that what-are-you-going-to-do attitude, and you start to find the resentment, and that brings us full circle to the argument or the observation of the populist movement that is growing, and that's what frightens politicians, that there's this populist pushback. I know it gets a little confusing, but there is this what-are-we-going-to-do, and then there's frustration and anger, and then government gets turfed, Donald Trump gets elected, and what's going to happen in Europe? This weekend is going to be very interesting in Europe, Austria and Italy. We'll come back in a minute.